Well, number one, the, the, the job of the superintendent, you know, we, we should all have a whole lot of respect for. I mean, people don't understand how hard they work to get the, the greens the way they do and the, the golf courses and the conditions that they do. I mean, it's a, come summer, I mean, it's a 24-7 job. I mean, you can't, you know, you can't leave them. A lot of times you're syringing them in the afternoon, you're watering them in the morning. Um, you're, you're making sure that they're hydrated perfectly. I mean, if they're not, that's when you see grass is dying. You know, I don't think people understand the amount of fertilizer and chemicals that go into these greens. You can't just – if you go – about every two weeks there's applications, and those applications are expensive. So some of the, 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 the fam mom and pop golf course struggle to pay that kind of money for the fertilizers. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of diseases that can hit greens, and we, we've all seen them. I mean, Firestone Country Club, for instance, the one year they had to move the golf – the the tournament over to the north course because of uh, a disease. So sometimes, you know, you get pythium and, you know, um, and different things that, okay, you know, maybe with just a bad weather situation, but yeah, they do su- such a fantastic job. The aeration of the greens, we have to give them some air. So basically you're punching holes in them. You're filling them with sand. Um, you're, you're making them softer. I mean, for those greens to be receptive, if you didn't aerate them, they're just not going to be receptive. Receptive and some golf courses will aerate maybe even in the spring and in the fall at some of the higher end private clubs. But most of our courses are just going to do it late in the fall and then you come out in the spring and you can see some little holes in them. But for the most part, come April, they're all they're all perfect. The, the greens in our area were absolutely fantastic this year. Once again, it's a credit to the superintendents and the job that they do every day. Dan Dock is with us. He's the teaching professional at Windmill Lake. So, Dan, when you talk about the fertilizer and everything, do you have to rebuild the green every year or build or just maintain it? Because you mentioned the sand, the grass, and then sometimes through a lot of work or maybe a hot uh, summer or a hot fall, you've got to kind of rebuild the grass a little bit. So talk about the aspect from bottom to top in building these greens. Yeah, I would, I would say, you know, basically what we're trying to maintain once we get them. So, you know, the USDA will actually come in and do soil samples for courses if your greens are struggling, and they'll kind of give you some insights on what to do better to make those greens, um, you know, once again, it could be that, okay, let's apply top dressing to them, you know, once a month or every two weeks to, to build, build that layer up a little bit. You know, the, the other thing that's difficult, too, when you aerate those greens, and people don't understand this, when you're going to, when you're going to mow them, then your bed knives on your mowers get—it really does a job on them. So then they, it, that's why they don't want to mow them too low because if you're just mowing sand and grinding that sand up, you're going to ruin your mower. So that's why the superintendents are a little bit cautious after they do them because um, it's really expensive. Sharpening the bed knives on your mower is an important part. I mean, they do them probably at least once a week to sharpen sharpen those. Um, and setting the reels so they're all the same height. But I don't think you really have to rebuild them. Most of our greens in our area are already pretty good. So we're just trying to maintain what we have and make sure we give them the proper care. And, you know, I don't know all the 100 insights and outs, yeah. you know, exactly what they do, but it, 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 it's, a, it's, a, it's a neat process. And once again, they do it better than anybody around. I give them all the credit in the world because, I mean, the greens around here are perfect and it does not come without a lot of hard work to make those greens in those conditions. So, Dan, am I understanding right that there are specific mowers that are built to mow the grass on the greens? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, actually, the John Deere makes some really good ones. Toro makes some really good ones. Um, um, Davidson makes some really good ones. But, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's the real mower. So they go around. I mean, it's unbelievable if you see them. 
to cut it that low, I mean, I don't even know what they cut it at, you know, less than an eighth of an inch sometimes on those greens, you know. So, I mean, you can't even see grass where you go and, and, and play on the really, really good greens. You're wondering how they even mow them. So, yeah, the, um, but then setting those, so if you have, say, five reels on that deck, on that mower, if one's off, you know, you're not going to be playing on even putting surfaces. So they're setting them to the proper height every single day when they um, – after they do it, making sure they're sharp, too. So this in the winter, they'll send a lot of the reels out to make sure they're really, really sharp, and then they'll do it throughout the season as well. Dan, how do you maintain, and we've been talking about the off season, but we've all seen it. We've gone to course A, B, C, or D, and the greens have had like a rough season, and they're kind of worn a little bit. How as, you know, you've been overseeing a number of golf courses in our region, how do you rebuild or build that green back up during the course of the season when you're getting play foursome after foursome after foursome? Yeah, it's a good point, and it's difficult. But a lot of times, you know, it might have to reseed some areas. You know, if, you, if, you, if they're getting bad, they'll actually go out and reseed. You can kind of, you know, the seeding kind of, you know, you can hydro-seed it where it kind of goes down in. They'll aerate some of those bad areas as well where they give it some more air and hopefully the grass all comes together. So, yeah, you've seen some bad spots, and, you know, it's tough getting those to, to come back. And the, early in the season, obviously, you're going to go to those golf courses. You're going to see some bad areas. You know, that's just because water sits in a low spot throughout the season. It might kill some grass, but those will all come back. And they're discolored as you go into the beginning of the season as well. And that's a lot of time a mixture of the different type of grasses, whether you have some poe and you have some bent grass. And, you know, they, they, they recover at different um, speeds. So, all of a sudden, that's why they kind of look a little bit, you know, black in some areas and brown in some areas, and some might even be green. So, but but they're they're all going to get healthy again. You know, it's, once again with the proper care, the proper water, the proper chemicals, they'll get them back to looking good. And what they do, it's kind of like a chef. <laughs> it, just, <laughs> it just seems to come out tasting really good at the end. But we don't really know a lot of times exactly what they they do to make that um, end product. But they're really really good at it. There you go. Education on the greens that you play throughout the golf season. A lot of work. And a lot of science goes into having good greens for all of us to enjoy the game of golf. My friend, thank you as always, Dan. Appreciate the time. We'll reconnect next week. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend. I appreciate the time, Ray.